What a glad thought, some wonderful morning Just to hear Gabriel's trumpet sound When I wake up to see the war Rising to meet our blessed Redeemer With a glad shout on the ground When I wake up to see no more Some glad Oh!
can hardly wait to reach them stairs by and by, 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 by. But now I see those pearly gates. I'll walk them golden stairs when I die, when I die. Well, I'm going to walk, walk them golden stairs. Cause I know my Jesus, he answers all of my prayers. Well, I know when he calls me to my home on high. I walk them golden stairs when I die, when I die. Well, I'm going to walk, walk them golden stairs. Cause I know my Jesus, he answers all of my prayers. Well, I know when he calls me to my home on high. I walk them golden stairs when I die, when I die. When Jesus says to me, well done and all my cares are laid by 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 i'll lay down my sword my battles are won i'll walk in golden stairs when i die when i die well i'm gonna walk walk in golden stairs cause i know my jesus answers all of my prayers well i know when he calls me to my home on high I'll walk in golden stairs when I die, when I die. When Jesus says to me, well done, and all my cares are laid by, 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 by. I'll lay down my sword, my battles are won. I'll walk in golden stairs when I die, when I die. Well, I'm going to walk, walk in golden stairs. Cause I know my Jesus, he answers all of my prayers. Well, I know when he calls me to my home on high. I'll walk in golden stairs when I die, when I die. Well, I'm going to walk, going to walk those golden stairs. Cause I know my Jesus, he answers all of my prayers. Well, I know when he calls me to my home on high. I'll walk in golden stairs. Walk in golden stairs, walk in golden stairs when I die. I want to hammer at you a little bit. Because uh, I know that we live a blow our privileges. That's why I'm going to hammer at you because I want you to be about your father's business. And you know, I'm going to read to you a little bit. If we don't become low in ourselves, we'll never go up. But we ought to become higher in Christ, not just within ourselves. Because if you get to thinking that you're somebody, you can't get your next breath without God Amen. ordains it. You don't have any say without God would give you your next breath. And uh, in... Isaiah chapter 26. I want to read a few verses. 
starting at verse 1. I want to tell you the title of my sermon. Where does Jesus dwell? I wrote down, come and see. If, if you want to know where Jesus is, you can come to him and find out where he's at. We know that he's everywhere at all times. Wherever he desires to be, that's where he's at. In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls. Do you notice that? He's built you in. Satan can't harm you if you'll speak his word, truly. Bobby taught that in Sunday school this morning. Satan cannot harm you because you've got walls around you. Open ye the gates that righteousness nations which keep the truth may enter in. That's why we press here. We have to be a godly nation. Every nation that forgets God is turned into hell. That's why we have to be a godly nation. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusteth in you. Trust you in the Lord forever. For the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. For he brings down them that dwell on high, the lofty cities, he lays low. He lays it low even to the ground. He brings it even to the dust. That's what I was trying to say whenever I started. If you get lofty in your own right without Christ being involved in it, he'll bring you low. I praise God that he brings me low whenever I get out of turn. How about you? I thank God that he's willing to work with me. I thank God he's willing to work with you. This day, I know that God works with whoever that's willing for him to work with. The foot shall tread it down, even the feet of the poor, and the steps of the needy. The way of the just is uprighteousness. You must upright do way the paths of the just. Yea, in the way of your judgment, O Lord, have we waited for you. The desire of our soul is to you, is to your name, and to the remembrance of you. Is that the desire of your soul today? You can say it is, but your actions speech speaks louder than your words. See, lots of times I don't desire the commandments of God nearly enough. I'm talking to Christians today. I'm going to talk to sinners a little later. But us Christians has to get a hold of God. 
for Christ to work in this earth. He, he went away. When he went away, he left it almost in our hands to preach the gospel. In uh, Revelations, he's going to send angels in the midst of heaven to preach the everlasting gospel. But up until the rapture comes, I believe God has sent his children to preach the gospel. We have to be about our Father's business. O oh Lord, have we waited for you? The desire of our soul is to your name and to, your, to the remembrance of you. With my soul have I desired you in the night, yea, with my spirit within me will I seek you early. For when your judgments are in the earth and the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. If God doesn't judge this world, we won't learn about righteousness. He has to judge. He has to, you know, a lot of people says, Christians are not allowed to judge you. The Bible even says one place, we'll judge angels. In the final day, let favor be showed to the wicked, yet will he not learn righteousness. In the land of the uprightness will he deal unjustly and will not behold the majesty of the Lord. Lord, when your hands is lifted up, they will not see, but they shall see and be ashamed for their envy at the people. Yea, the fire of your enemies shall devour them. I want to go over to first chapter of St. John. I want you to look at it with me real carefully. Did you know that the Word of God is Christ? You realize that? The Word of God is Christ. If you speak it out of your mouth, it's almost like if Christ was speaking it because you're just quoting what the Bible says. If you read the Bible, if you believe in your heart that God raised Christ from the dead and you confess with your mouth openly that he is your savior, you're allowed to speak the word of God. Don't ever be afraid to speak the word of God. Even in a, a group of people where they're all sinners, you're allowed to speak the word of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to
boastful. Anytime that God speaks, it's not boastful. If man says he's causing all these things to happen, then he's boastful. He came into his own, and his own received him not. He's talking about Israel here. He came to Israel first, and Israel didn't receive him. Then he pushed salvation to whosoever will, let him come and drink of the water of life freely. That included us. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which was born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Did you know that favor, when you read about God favoring somebody, he gave them grace. That's what favor is. Favor is grace. John bore witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have we all received grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man has seen God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he had declared him. And this is the record of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He says, I am not. Are you that prophet? And he answered, No. Then said they to him, Who are you that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What say you of yourself? <clears throat> I want to go over to verse, to verse 34 in that uh, same chapter. And I saw and bore record that this is the Son of God. Again, the next day, after John stood and two of his disciples, and they looked up on Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What seek ye? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, being interpreted, Master, where dwelleth you? And he said to them, Come and see. I believe God wants us to come and see what's happening. I believe he wants his whole body to come and bear witness of what's happening. See, we went up to a, a little service uh, Friday night. Larry took us up there. 
they was talking about the great happenings over in India. And uh, how many people was killed? I think they say now about 220,000. And they, they haven't stopped counting yet. But <clears throat> we went and gave a little monies to the people on the ground over there. They're trying to bring people to Christ. You can feed people. You can do whatever you please to help their flesh. But if you don't give something to their spirit, it's useless. You'll just keep them alive another day. But in Christ, we're alive forevermore. Jesus holds the keys to death and hell. And he's unlocked the doors for all of his children because they could come out and live with him forevermore. He said to them, come and see. And they came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day. For it was about the tenth hour. You know, it's about the sixth hour right now of the day. You want to come and uh, abide with him today? Everybody stand, if you will, and let's give praise to God. <clears throat> Jesus, we ask you this day, God, to enter into us. Let us come and see where you abide. Let us come and see where you live. God, let us make sure that you live, your abode is within us this day. We ask your presence upon each one of us, God. Touch this body of people. Lift them up. This assembly, God, bring them closer together. Lift them up, Jesus, and help them, God, to realize, God, that they cannot be just a wandering Christian. They have to know who they believe and persuaded in Christ Jesus. This day, we praise you and we thank you, Jesus for all the benefits that we have in being your child. In Jesus' name, amen. One of the two which heard John speak, followed him, was Andrew and Simon Peter's brother. He first finds his own brother, Simon, and says to him, we have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. <clears throat> I want to go now to Isaiah chapter 40. I want you to realize today that eagles, I'm not going to preach on the eagles today because I'm just about finished, but eagles flies higher than the storm. That's why God said, be like eagles. Sometimes we get mixed up in the storm and we praise the devil instead of Jesus. A lot of times, if you get 
beating up real bad by the Satan, you'll say, oh, I don't think I can make it another day. Have you heard testimonies like that? You sound pitiful whenever you say that. Don't say that anymore. Get up and say, I am heaven bound by the grace of God. I'm going to make it. I'm going to mount up with wings as eagles. And I'm going to fly above this old earth. See, you have to come low before you can go up and fly like an eagle. You can't make it on your own. You know what? We've got school teachers here, and you can't depend on your education to get you to heaven. We've got masons here. You can't depend on your lives to make it to heaven. We've got people that's pretty well off here. You can't depend on your money to make it. You can't depend on your job to make it any place because your job might be jerked out from under you before this next week's out. There's nothing sure except Jesus Christ. He's the sure thing. Come and see where he lives. Come and get acquainted with him. You need to get more acquainted with Jesus than you've ever been. I believe today that a lot of Christians are living below their privileges. I think they're living beneath their privileges. I think we ought to rise up and take back what Satan has tried to destroy in America. I believe with all my heart God is pushing on me to tell this church to be ready to do great works. Carl's been saying it for a year. He wants revival to come. We're going to have revivals. I just praise God that God is working with this people. See, I'm going to push on you. Long as I got breath and I pastor this church, I'm going to push on you. You need to put away childish things. You need to put away little petty differences. You need to rise up above that. Because God, you will have to rise up above that if you go any further. You cannot go up until you, when you come to the altar, if you had an altar against anybody, God won't even hear you until you get that uh, fault out of your life, until you repent of that. That's what we have to do. We have to move up, not move down. Not be petty and having arguments against one another. God doesn't like that at all because he's not going to live with that. Verse 27 of verse 40. Why say you, O Jacob, and speak of Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord. My judgment is passed over from my God. Have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, 
faints not, neither is worry. There is no searching of his understanding. Whatever you think about what you're doing, God knows your very thoughts. Not only what you're doing, he knows what you're thinking about. If you condemn your brother or your sister, you don't know what you're, if you don't know what you're talking about, God will hold you guilty. You can't live with yourself if you do that. God demands more upright. He gives power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be worried. And the young men shall utterly fall. That's telling you, you can't make it without God's strength. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Are you getting renewed? I want you to be renewed today. I want you to get a hold of Christ and quit quit wimping over something that's happened in the past. We cannot stop anything that's happened in the past. We cannot help whatever's been done. What's been done is already done. What's, what we can help is to make sure that we work for God from this day forward. You can't live in the past. You know what a lot of older people they want to tell you about how they got drunk. I went to a funeral, and I begged God. I said, God, forgive them. They know not what they're saying. They were talking about getting drunk and vomiting all over people, and they thought that they, they had a big laugh about that. And I thought to myself, I vomited on a man once. He was driving a Jeep in France, and he run the Jeep into a bank, and he, he whipped me crossways. <laughs> I thought there was no fun in that. <laughs> Instead of laughing, I cried. See, it's about boasting of what you did in the world. I'd like to hear somebody boast on what they did for Jesus. Brag on him. Anybody can do wrong things. Only the righteous can do right. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run. Not be worried. You see these people running. My little grandson thought they were running for church on a Sunday morning. Come down, they thought it was running for church. But they were running to help their physical body. That's not what God's talking about. 
He's talking about running for Christ. Running to get the chance to testify to somebody. Running to help somebody. Walk and not faint. He says, walk and don't quit out. We fly higher if we live for Christ. We fly above the troubles. This is a troublesome world. If you want to join in with them, they'll take you. Jesus, if you want to join in with him, he'll take you. And he'll lift you up. You might have problems. I'm not saying that Christians don't have problems. Christians face death all along life. This lady that was buried was 63 years of age. That was Tanya's mother, Tanya Brock's mother. And I... I don't know about the family. I think, I think a couple of them were saved. One fellow came, told me, he said, I knew what you were trying to do. <clears throat> you were trying to preach to the center here and get them stirred. And I said, you hit right on the button. That's what I was trying to do. That's what I try to do at every funeral because you don't preach a person's funeral. They've already preached their funeral on earth. You preach to the people that's left. I thank God that he's allowed me. You know what? My wife says to me sometimes, she said, you don't even know that person. I said, yeah, but they call me. And I said, I'm almost afraid to say no. When somebody calls you to do something that's Christ-like, I'm almost afraid to say no. I want everybody to go to heaven. I know they're not going to go, but all that I come in contact with, I'm going to try my best to get them to accept Jesus. How about you? That's what we're put here for, to work for Christ's sake. Let me read that last verse again. And they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. See, an eagle, when he gets old, he sheds off his skin and his feathers, and he gets new feathers and new skin. See, they fly above the storms and the winds. We, he said it right here. We can fly above the storms and the winds. If you're determined to go through with God, don't complain anymore about poor little me. One fella at the funeral, he said, you don't understand. He said, it's real cold. And he said, are you cold? And I said, I'm not cold at all. And he said, well, wait till you get 65. <laughs> I said, sir, 
I'm way up there ahead of you. He said, well, I've never believed it. And I said, well, I am. But you know what? I don't feel the cold anymore when I'm, I'm working for God. I warm up to him. I want you to warm up to Jesus. He's your, he's your master, your soon coming king. How about if a tsunami hit New York City, how many people would be killed? You know what? We're not guaranteed one more day. Everybody stand, if you will. Come and see where Jesus dwells. Let him dwell within your hearts today. It says, And as even when we were dead in sins has quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and has raised us up together and made us set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceedingly riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that's not of yourself. It's the gift of God. I wanted to read that to you, the sinners, backsliders. I want you to be first to come. And I want this entire body, if you will, to gather in up here. And let's pray together. Let's pray that we become a soul winner station for lost souls, a healing station for God's children, a place where people can come and know that they're going to get help. See, there's a lot of, I'm not being critical of any church, a lot of dead churches out there. They're afraid. They're afraid to say there's a burning hell. They're afraid to say that God's judgment is going to come upon all people that's not right with God. Actually, God's judgment's going to come upon the people that belongs to Christ. We're going to be judged for what works we've did. I know. We're going to go up if you belong to Christ. We're not going to get as much as we'll probably think we'll get if we don't live close to Christ. It doesn't say that God has a mansion for everybody. I want you to, I want you to read that with me. John chapter 14. Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. 
He didn't say he was going to prepare a mansion for every one of God's children. He said he was going to prepare a place for it. And there's many mansions there. I don't think I'll live in a cabin on the side of the hill. But you know what? God wants us to be true to him. He's not going to give out gifts. God is a sovereign God. He's just in all of his ways. He's not going to give out to you things that you don't deserve. He's going to give you what you've earned, meaning after you came to Christ. You don't earn salvation. You get that by grace, and I read that to you. But you earn whatever you get after that in the sight of God. If you don't do works of righteousness, you're going to have a hard time facing Christ. I would want him to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I don't know if he'll say that to me or not. I haven't always been as faithful as I should be. Probably some of you have not been as faithful as you ought to be. I think God overlooks a lot of mistakes, but God does not overlook sin. Sin has to be repented for. Come, if you will, sinners, while they sang something here. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be His than have riches Oh 